and one and two and two and one oh shucks i can't dance Hello, welcome back to Up and Go with Muffins. My name is Dan, and joining me as always... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping that. <laughs> joining me we're as rolling always with that, all right. is my co-host, Ethan. Welcome, Ethan. Hi, everyone. Today we're talking about one of our favourite subjects. Is, is it? it? Food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> food. No. Yeah, you would think food is our favourite subject. Uh, we're joined by Luke and Jonathan. Howdy. Welcome back, boys. Hello. Good to be um, back. Yeah, we're here. going to talk about music because we all enjoy music. Jonathan uh, has a bit of. I think Jonathan uh, likes music a little bit. Jonathan, just has. a little bit. It's all right. Um, <laughs> he's pretty decent he's at music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all right at music. A slight thing. We're actually using his ste- stereo studio to record this. Yeah, of the it's got lots of nice Welcome. foam around, which make yes. the audio sound nice. Yes. Make the audio very good sound, yes. Yeah, yes. These two, yeah. You'll probably notice that these two episodes sound a lot better than anything else we do. They, yeah. Audio Be- is my job. <laughs> yeah. Audio engineer. Um, yes, if Jonathan was like a full-time part of the podcast, we would sound pretty flashy all the time. It would pretty be pretty good. Spank. Yeah. But or he's maybe. not. So, And uh, we decided to record these episodes here. Uh, this one and the last one, if you missed it, it was episode 10. We Check did a out. top 10. Uh, we decided to record them here so that he wouldn't like you know sound much better than us. So we just all sound the same. Yeah. yeah. That was the yeah, reason indeed, we did it. Indeed, indeed. But, um, we were all egotistical. Yeah. Yes. We're here to talk about music, but also Jonathan is going to try his very first up and go. If Room they, temperature they, they never strawberry to, to flavor. To the last one, they won't know anything. Yes. Yes. That doesn't there matter. is actually a story as to why Jonathan is drinking this on this episode. Continuity, am I right? Continuity. Yeah. Now I'll spoil it. He's never had an up and go, apparently. apparently. Unthinkable, unfathomable. I haven't. The sanitarium overlords do not agree. Do I have to like it to stay on the show? Uh, no, yeah. no. If you don't like it, well, you'll never come back. But yeah. you know, okay. yeah, okay. it's not—it's not like a, it's not like an instant it'll be interesting. fail. It'll be it'll interesting. Just be like it while you're not getting. Do we hold your mic? It'll be interesting as like I don't think we've had someone do like a live tasting, especially since they haven't. Like we've done sort of live tasting with like the uh, the like the, the weird. Sure, we did the, the blends, yeah, we, ones. Yeah. We, we open it like this, right? <laughs> 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 no. Why is the straw upside down? Doesn't it usually uh, go around. No. Does it matter? If you missed the last episode as well, we are filming and putting it up on YouTube. Yeah, check us um, out. Would you like a straw? If you're listening on Spotify, uh, opened your straw. check it out on it. YouTube as well if you want to sure watch us actually watch our mouths wow. move as we record. So I'm always, Jonathan scared of, begins. I'm always scared of having this pressurized when it... Well, just don't <laughs> squeeze <laughs> talking, so I took the mic away from you. Oh, I was trying to like narrate his up-and-go experience as he begins oh, to just insert the straw it. inside Cast of the it. carton. Cast it into the. Isn't that picture carefully. Swan doing a Capri <laughs> Sun in the wrong place? Like Sean moving up on the pole. He's going for the insertion. There it goes. In it goes. It's sledding in. He's not I'm freaking out. He's poked the hole in. The Put foil in. will go inside the straw. Oh. And I'll drink it. Actually, I had one of those thoughts. Just drink the drink. Uh, see, like. This is not going to be nearly as nice as it could be as it has been out of the fridge since about 2 p.m. this afternoon. If you, like, put it right there, you'll get the. Oh, we don't want that. Unless. <laughs> What do you think? Do you like it? It's gloopier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's quite solid, isn't it? It takes a while to get on your throat. Yeah, 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 it's It's still there now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's alright. It just tastes kind of milk. And it turns out it was just okay. Actually, what it tastes like is ice cream. This is a strawberry flavor, by the way. Warm strawberry ice cream. Yeah, it's like you know, like milk. Basically, mm-hmm. sweet, sweet milk. Actually, would you like to try the banana? Of the, speaking of up and go blends, you no. actually probably would like the no. um, 
the coke the what was it what do you call it coca coca bean or chocolate something or other the thing actually literally tasted like coco pops leftover milk oh okay that's what because it it even had that kind of like grainy kind of you know i told you what i have for breakfast you have actually (laughs) jonathan what do you have no no we won't go into that um we do like food a lot but we can't talk about it all the time sadly um, I mean, food music is win. just food for the mind. The mind, yeah, exactly. I want to pull is the plastic there, off. Random question: Is there any type? Is there any genre of music that like makes you think of a particular yes, food? Mm. A particular food. Oh, what were you going to say? <laughs> is there any genre of music? Yes. <laughs> Does music have genres? Yes, and I have a degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, before I shoot it, do you want to tell us a bit about um, what you've actually studied, your background in music, and whatever? Okay, I have studied music at university. Congratulations. I, thank you. I started um, by playing the piano, played that for a few years, and then I picked up the guitar and the bass, played those for a bit as well. Um, and I, in the year, over the year of 2016, I uh, wrote an album, which was fun. Hadn't really like done that one. before, so with some music on it. So it's been out for four years. Duct tape, yeah, and, duct, duct tape, tape and, and desperation, desperation it's called. Yeah. And uh, I like it's actually named. I'm thinking of remastering it. I would like to see that. Fun. Be that, fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Just, just take all the files and do it again because I know what to do now. I really Surely. like irony. I mean, I, I know I've said that a lot of times, but it's yeah. definitely one of my favorite. Could songs. redo it or something? I don't know. Well, that came out ages ago, and then after that, I was looking at what university to go to, um, and I got I got managed to get into the popular music course at the University oh. of Auckland, um, which is I'll be honest, I didn't know that much about it then, but I knew it would be would be doing performing, songwriting. Um, yeah, uh, lots of different things. So yeah. I did that for three years. Um, if you'd like, I can tell you more about the course. It's quite what, interesting. Um, what was the what degree you got? What, so it's what was a, I it have a bachelor of music, a bachelor, a of B Muzz, okay. um, and then the major was pop. It's called popular music. I don't like calling it that because it sounds like you're studying pop music, like studying Katy Perry or Justin Bieber. Right? Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Um, or so what are you studying then? If nine. it's not that. Um, well, it is in, in part it is that, um, but pop music expands a lot more than just like the mainstream pop. It yeah, basically well, means popular music, which is everything but uh, jazz and classical. Oh, huh? Okay. Boo. Well, you can well, go study pop, jazz if you want to do jazz. Jazz is a whole thing on its own. Correct me if I'm wrong, but pop pop music, popular music, is just what's been popular over the yeah. time frame. Because obviously, back in the 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, it's, it's changed. Yeah, changed sure. So why does the, now, why so. does jazz and classical not fall under that then? Because they're their own um, kind of, uh, what's the word, schools of okay. thought and of playing. So the jazz players will spend like hours practicing their craft on their instrument mm-hmm. and learning about the history, mostly practicing the craft and like improvisation and uh, right. Mm, Comping mm. and stuff, whereas mm. us pop music people spend a lot more time writing music and learning stagecraft. Yeah. So rather than getting great at our instruments, we're getting good at performing. Right. Averagely on no, a lot <laughs> of a lot of the pop school guys are really really good at their instruments, mm. but it's often not the focus. Right. So right. Because I imagine we're all you have to be a good singer. Yeah. To get in, and you have to be um, you have to be able to play one instrument, so guitar or piano, and accompanying yourself, sort of thing. Right. Um, but. Honestly, when when a pop person graduates university compared to a jazz, the jazz guys are way better at their chosen instrument. Right. Um, because of the focus of the course on mm-hmm, it. So mm-hmm. my course, we typically in a semester have one paper that was on songwriting and creative process and yep. like performance, one paper that was on theory, mm-hmm. one paper on instrument practice, so you're working on your own instrument, 
in my case, guitar. Yep. Um, and one paper, which is usually technology-based, so recording, um, yeah, doing all the mixing and stuff of music. Um, yeah. And then that changes a bit as you kind of yeah. go into the third year, you've got different things that you focus mm. on and you can kind of specialise a little bit more. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> focus more on the engineering side, the audio side, which I did. Right. Um, but some people will focus more on like the vocal mm-hmm. performance side. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty it's a pretty all encompassing course. They do a lot of history as well. Yeah, so you learn I a lot about, yeah, especially Kiwi music history, because that's where we are. So it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do a lot of that. So I, I mean, I think, yeah, that there's yeah. Do you it, think, good. as far as your pursuit of music, then actually going to university for three years and doing the courses really helped progress your musical abilities? Yeah, but not typically through the courses. Okay. So in popular music, the theory is really quite basic. Right. So expecting you... Sorry, I'm just going to turn that heater off. Yeah, it's no getting really warm. Okay. Um, they don't... Yeah, they don't expect you to be fantastic at theory and they don't teach it to quite the level as you do in jazz, for example, or classical. Well, maybe classical. Um, but what, what the university really does offer more than kind of academic stuff, apart from the history, you okay. learn the history stuff, it more offers you an opportunity to do it. So... Is that like being around people as well? Yeah, it's also networking. Oh, so, so yeah, like I was in a building. I mentioned the last one, the Kenneth Myers Center. I was in a building with all the jazz guys yep. and all the pop guys. So like, you'd be constantly performing. I think every week, pretty much, you had to perform a song that you'd written. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much every week, kind of give or take. Um, and at the end of every semester, so every twelve weeks, you had to do a final performances, which was just essentially you play two to four of your own songs with a full band. Oh, and cool. on a full stage, like you get, you get graded down to the shoes you're wearing. Yeah, <coughs> really well. Um, yeah, huh. we got we had, people get told off for wearing like what you're wearing wasn't fancy enough for yeah. the set you were playing, or right, like, didn't okay. match the music, stuff like that. So you right, think about so like your, if you, it's everything, everything, mm-hmm. every single thing you do is graded, and so we kind of how you present yourself that. as a musician. Then. Yeah, and okay. that kind of stuff, super super helpful. Yeah, having someone go, uh, you shouldn't have done that, or that was. Yeah. Uh, that didn't really do what you thought it did to the audience. They weren't with you in that sort of thing. So, yeah, the heaps of different parts of Did the university have, like, not necessarily partnerships, but do they work alongside with some local bars or restaurants or something to... Like, we have all supply, our own performance not, venues. Oh, you have your own performance so venues. So, okay. at uni, we perform at the uni. Like, big, they have a big stage that's right, set up okay. and, like, big <coughs> audio, whole lot of top-notch audio equipment. Yeah. As well as top-notch, like, recording equipment, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So, learning learning how to record stuff with Hopefully. with like thousands and thousands of dollars of like high end audio gear, super super helpful. Mm. Um, and it wouldn't and like being able to learn from guys, that's a bit more difficult to learn. You can learn it all online. Yeah. So you technically could learn everything I learned online, but you but can't, you wouldn't get the experience then. Yeah, you can't set up like well, it's not required, twenty thousand dollars of microphones going through fifty thousand dollars of gear on a ten thousand yeah. dollar yeah. drum kit at, online. Like you just yeah, can't. That's true. You can't have that experience. You kind of need the actual. And it, it's super helpful to know that sort of stuff. Yeah. And just like the amount of information you just pick up. Mm. Basically, what I say about pop music is that you get exactly as much out of it as you want to. Mm-hmm. In my case, I, I mean, I was there to learn as much as I could, so I did. I took like every opportunity I could, really. Yeah. Um, if someone wanted you to perform something, yeah, sure. If someone wanted you, like, oh, hey, we're recording this thing, you want to come and not even help out, just come and, like, watch and learn mm. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love mm-hmm. to. Um, that sounds cool. It's and then chat quite... to the guys and ask the lecturers, like, hey, I was thinking of doing this, what do you think I should use? Or, hey, can I come and use the studios on the weekend and yeah. record some things? They're like, yeah, I'll yeah. come and help you. And so oh, you get, yeah. like, the engineers from the university because they want to do stuff too. Kind of, like, helping you out. So you just... Because oh, so you... he'd obviously want practice using the sound equipment, yeah. actual software, and you'd want to record... Yeah. 
Would you do pop your music again if you had a choice between going into a different school? What do you mean? Would I do well, like, pop say, music say you, at a different school again? Well, no, no, sorry. Um, as in, if say you go back three years, yeah. would you maybe go? Oh, maybe I'll do jazz instead. Or I would school? do jazz instead. I think if I was going to do music, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd go do jazz. Okay, jazz or musicology, but probably jazz because I just would you knuckle recommend- down and get really good at the guitar. Would you <laughs> recommend that for? Aspiring musicians or jazz, yeah, or like in, in terms of depends what you want to do. Right. I think what you if said, you yeah, want pop to, is broad, and then jazz, yeah. you're more specialized. If you want to be the best guitarist in Auckland, go mm-hmm. do jazz mm-hmm. and practice right. nine yeah. hours a day because that's how much they practice. <laughs> yeah, so like you go and put in everything, and you get really good, and you play with everyone you can. One of the good things about having jazz there, so this isn't really an, an answer to your question, but mm. they're always around. So, like, my the band that I play in now. One of them is um, all jazz. The other two are jazz guys, and I'm pop. So right. I just found yep. them because they're really good at their instruments. You go, mm-hmm. hey, come play drums. Want to play some rock? Yeah, keen. Want to mm-hmm. play some rock mm-hmm. bass? Yeah, keen. So and then you've got a band of two guys who've like worked on their craft, and me who can write songs and sing, and play guitar to a degree. Um, yeah, so we've got that kind of around us. So anyone who needs a musician will go to the jazz guys because they can play anything. Typically, if yeah. they're good, if they're no, if they're worth their salt. And they all are. Um, so yeah, what was your question? Would I do it again? I wouldn't wouldn't do pop again, but I would recommend pop or jazz, but depending on what you want to do. Okay. So yeah, as I say, How, if you want to be a musician, have you seen the movie good. Whiplash? I have not. No. Okay. <laughs> I know uh, it's about jazz. Yeah, yeah. I was going. It's, it's about <laughs> yeah. a pretty tyrannical jazz instructor, and I was just wondering yeah. if you guys had any sort of experience with like tyrannical <laughs> instructors, not to the Whiplash kind of style. No. Mm. I mean, this instructors can be harsh because I mean something that you come across in creative creative degrees like our one is it's very hard to say well it's very hard to say like you did well or you did badly in that performance because mm-hmm. it's all technically subjective, subjective. Individual so if you're doing if you're well. doing chemistry you go like <laughs> you didn't you did not do it correctly therefore you fail yeah. or like you you didn't mm-hmm. this is this is objectively the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't reach that in your exam answer then you did it wrong mm-hmm. uh, whereas i can do a performance on stage and like they can hate it they or, can say that was awful but that's just because it wasn't their thing yeah yeah. and so over the three Same years you kind of art and creative degrees though, that's right, right. Yeah. yeah if you're doing photography you take a photo I think that's the most beautiful photo I've ever taken I think mm-hmm. it's worth an A plus and they go no I hate it mm, B. I've seen that happen yeah, a lot yeah. Of so what I learned to do stuff. throughout university pretty quickly was to essentially take what the lecturers say with a grain of salt right but but in the certain context so the lecturers that we have um, yeah, let me work through this in my brain. The lecturers that we have are professionals in the industry and they've done stuff. So one of our lecturers is um, Godfrey DeGruy, who's a professional teaching fellow. Um, and he's an element OP. Do you know element OP, the band, Q band? You should. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. Element OP. Yeah. He plays key, keys and saxophone in element OP. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So he's done years and years of touring. And he, do you know Shefu? No, New Zealand no. uh, rap artist. He's he got a he won a he won the 2002 best songwriting of the year hmm. award so like he's got Nat like in New Zealand or yeah, New Zealand. Okay. Okay. So, so he's, he's got, got stuff talent. to his name yeah. right and cool. it's like there's very like clear to see that he knows what he's doing yeah mm. so when someone like that says hey what i think you did on stage probably wasn't what you wanted it to do or wasn't the best thing you could have done at that time mm. like yeah they could be yeah. wrong but odds are they're probably right yeah. and so even even I think even in music where like object you can't say like that was incorrect you yeah. played the wrong chord yeah there is like standards and there's like 
mm-hmm. in music there's stuff which is normal to do and like mm. if you're if you're trying to do pop music certain things that you don't do and like yeah so that music always has a goal in mind mm. and often you can critique it with that goal interesting in in mind so yeah uh, it, it's a, it's a weird one individual expression yeah. really yeah i guess so well it's yeah it's it's really it's really quite strange but you kind of so i would get a grade in my I would get a grade in my finals, for example, and like they'll basically they take you into a room the day after, and they say they sit you down and go, "Good job, we loved it," or, "Hey, think about these things," and they'll they'll say like, "We really liked how you did this thing. We really liked this thing. There was like a, a, uh, like a performance piece that you did that we didn't think worked, or like a horn section arrangement which we didn't like, yeah. and like." Depending on how they say it, you can. A lot of the time, I know it wasn't good because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just trying something. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so that didn't work. Good to know. Yeah. Ultimately, music school is a place to um, try things. Yeah. You you basically you're within this little like comfy zone where no one can hurt you, and all you can get is a bad grade. Yeah. You may you're as well. In, you're in a place where everyone else is doing the same thing. Yeah, everyone yeah. else is trying stuff out. Everyone yeah. else is experimenting. And correct me if I'm wrong, but a, a bad grade in music isn't like a death sentence, like it was in sort of other sort of school. Like if you fail, if you fail your first year of health science, right, you don't get you're a probably continue. in the dookie. You, you don't yeah. get no. to continue your degree. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't work like that. No. So, and to be honest, they grade very, very kindly. Okay, which to, to the annoyance of me a lot of the time, but like you can do. Because you didn't feel like you should job. set yourself apart from other people, or <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a bit of a performance achiever, so I like to yeah. perform well. Right, and it's like yeah. you you do everything on time and get it in on time and work really hard, stay up late, like blood, sweat, and tears, and then someone else goes, "Oh, I haven't finished it yet. Can I have two more weeks?" And they go, "Yeah," and they don't get a grade penalty. Right, and you're right. like, "Yeah." So why did I? Mm-hmm. Why did right. I all that bother yeah, of being in, like? Yeah. Yep, feeling like I was ethically doing the right thing. <laughs> I think that's just a universal <laughs> problem, and I think it's just life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I think we'll, we'll talk about like music we like to listen to and stuff at some point. But I want to know what's your um, thought process or creative inspiring for your songwriting? Like, do you just oh. get ideas all of a sudden, or what? What inspires you generally with your own personal music creation? I guess I get inspired by things I listen to. So, like, bands that I listen to. Yeah. I like the way that they function writing things. Mm. Do you have a favorite so genre? No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, I like a lot of things. I like this. Honestly, genres are getting so hard to define. Yeah. Right now. I was oh, about yeah. to say that. Because, like... The lines have trap, been Big blurred. House Trap. It just is, like, so many Oh, some things are very... Yeah, yeah. Some of the electronic stuff, it's, like... Electronics are, it's gone absolutely crazy now. There's too yeah. many, but um, but I, I was listening to Dua Lipa today, the new album. Yeah, um, I forgot what it's called. Not Future bad. Nostalgia. Oh, who knows? And like that is what it's called. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant album, fantastic. But like you can hear all through it. There's like '80s stuff coming through. There's stuff that like sounds kind of like R and B. Kind of Bruno Mars is coming mm-hmm. in there. There's mm-hmm. straight run of the mill kind of like pop radio pop mm. coming through. All sorts of stuff, and it's so all it's mixed together. So like it's a just a conglomerate of everything that's been popular in the last yeah. what uh, and five it's or very six unlikely years. that something kind of like bland and one genreish will get popular nowadays because they've been mixing it so often. So right. yeah, in terms of genre, I just like. Do genres even still really exist? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a weird one. I mean, I think you kind you of. still get yeah you still get some artists and some bands and and stuff that are very much a particular genre. Yeah, like rock. I feel like it's a spectrum, though, because even with rock, yeah. you've got hard rock, alt rock, mm, metal rock, mm. math rock, yeah. progressive rock. Sedimentary and you could rock. say, you could have one band and, and it could have five songs of each, one mm, of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
it's like yeah some of the songs in my f- band underscore plug um we can talk about what i do Check later. um like we'll have one song which is like very clearly come from metal roots because yep. there's like mm-hmm. stuff in there mm-hmm. that chugs yeah. and like yeah. vocals that sound metal there's some songs mm. that very clearly have like Rage Against Machine Roots. Yeah. There's some stuff that's clearly muse rooted. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm. and other stuff that I've listened to. You can hear my influences through my music. You actually I can. I mean, I know what you listen to and you can I can hear a lot of well I mean talk about it soon, but I can hear Muse, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, yeah. There's even a bit of there's quite a few things yeah. that I recognise in there. Reliant K a bit too. Particular mm. vibes. I'm like, yeah, I can hear these coming yeah. through in his own like interpretation and then And that's kind of I, intentional. I think yeah, mm. I, I think I heard it more so in duct tape and desperation yes. than than in your like more recent stuff. Mm. And and I don't know how you feel about this, you can say, but like to me maybe I, I would think that's maybe because you've found more kind of your own thing. Definitely. Like like you st- you can still hear the inspiration, but in duct tape and desperation, there are certain songs you could like you could easily hear a bit of muse in there. You could easily hear a bit of um Did you listen like, to the underscore demo EP? Yes. Do I you think remember I have the song it. Spotlight? Yes. Yeah. After we performed that at finals in twenty, at the end of twenty eighteen or the beginning of twenty nineteen, I, I walked into that um, interview afterwards, which I talked about earlier, um, and the lecturer said to me, he was like, he was like, you've found your sound, haven't you? I was <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, you really like that, don't you? I was like, yeah. I was like, cool. So that's the thing, like melodic riff yeah. based yeah. kind of rock. And I was like, yeah, that is actually. He kind of made me realize, I was like, wow, that is actually me. Mm. Mm. That's like I've kind of landed in that slot, and I can see. But it kind of like you narrow yourself down, and I could yeah. see it happening when I looked back. I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense that I've ended up there," and that's kind of what I've been doing since. Mm. Do you think of music as a way for people to explore their identity? I don't really. Okay, this is probably controversial, but I don't really get on board with the whole like, "Oh, music's just like an outlet for my individuality." Right. Is this creating music or consuming music? Oh, what do you mean? Creating or consuming? Creating. Creating. I think creating music is an outlet, and there's some things that I sing about which I believe in very deeply. Right. And some things that I sing about that are like I'm passionate about, but like, I don't know. I haven't ever had any like great emotional self-realization through my songs. I guess I don't know. I, I guess it's a way for people to put what they're feeling into words in a way that they might not otherwise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, with melody and, you know, music <laughs> all behind it. But I don't know. It, music's, for me, now such a job um, that, I don't know, I, I don't see it in quite such a sentimental way. Hobby or sentimental. You, you don't see don't necessarily see who you are as a person directly connected to the music you make. No, and I think that would bottle yourself a bit if you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do you think, I mean, do you, I don't think that's the standard in the music industry, and do you think that's a negative thing in general? That it happens, that people are kind of like emotionally, like their music is them? Yes. I think it, I think it works really well for artists. Okay. So like someone like, let's, let's use like, for example, Billie Eilish. Okay. This is all my opinion, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. This is just what, what I'm thinking about now. Billie Eilish has a very clear, like, personality. Persona? Yeah. yeah. Persona that she puts out online. Mm. That she, like, Im- I don't know if that's her when the doors and the cameras go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Who but knows? This is what we know uh, Only her. those who know her close would. But, like, the, the uh, her that we see really aligns with the music that she does. Yes. And yes. Because that's, she's a product. Nowadays, artists are a product. Her entire personality and yeah. her music the is Eilish all a product. The Billie Eilish brand sort of thing. And, like, 
it works like that together. Mm -hmm. So that works really, really well. And I got friends who are producing music and they're the same. Like the art, the things they put out online and the music they make all kind of correlates. Mm -hmm. And the times when you see it a bit weird often is either really popular or not. Mm. <laughs> um, I was thinking of an example. Melanie Martinez, people like that. Yeah, where it's kind of like... She, she's kind odd. of... I, I kind of categorize her like... Similar to Billie Eilish, yeah. you know, but but like she fit very the much the same really mold. Connects to her, yeah, to the personality yeah. she She's puts built across, a character that she portrays across her yeah. music, sort of. That's thing. typically how the marketing thing works, I guess. Um, what was the I question? left that stuff up, honestly. I think it's great. His question is, what, what, do you think that's a negative that that nah, label do? it's great. That? I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm quite pessimistic as in looking at the music industry because it is an industry. People mm. would like to think, oh, music. It's just like something I use for creative outlet. Music make you lose your it's mind. It's like most most professional musicians, music is money. <laughs> mm. Like I, I, they lose the passion. You reckon? He, probably does a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. What What do you think about the commercialization of an art? That's fine. <laughs> Sounds like a bank. No. I mean, um, <laughs> it's like it's like. No, it's an interesting. What do you mean? Like the fact that. The songwriters don't write their songs. It's all written by big teams of songwriters, yeah. and it's pushed by labels who yes. make it all. Manu it's manufactured essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it, it's nothing. It's hard to imagine it anywhere else, actually. Yes, because it's been that way since the fifties. Do you think we're better off for that than if it was better music. If, it, if, if it if it was just an art form of uh, mm. a lot of the music that I like does tend to be non-mainstream yes. or like stuff that's like from bands ages ago that they weren't signed and they just did what they wanted to do and it was yeah. purely art. Like, yes. for example, the band that I love called Switchfoot. Yes. I love them and they've, they've mm, all the way good. through, they made their own record label and refused <laughs> to be part of, I think they were in Warner for a second and they were like, nah, <laughs> swerve. Um, and they got out as quick as possible and they've already done their own things. So yes. They haven't had producers, or well, they've had producers, but they haven't had labels telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy what they've made. Mm -hmm. So possibly, yes, it does result in a more pure art form, but in the end, it's, the a, it's a market and it's a business and the stuff, yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, just like any other business, you've got to market things and have a product. Do you think that, you know, I believe it's, there's a saying that, you know, that, you know, 80%, you know, most of the music listened is, you know, only made by 1% of musicians and then most of their music, then, you know, most of their music is listened to is only such a small part of their entire catalogue. Um, I've forgotten my point with that, sorry. I enjoy, <laughs> for example, there's an album by Ariana Grande called Sweetener. Mm -hmm. Is that the latest one? No, it's a little few years ago. Oh, no, it was, yeah. It's the one with her upside down. It's yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. That one's great. has some great hits on it, like... I don't remember any, but there's some good <laughs> hits. No, that, that's the exact point I'm making is that I didn't really like the hits that much, but maybe because they're overplayed and you're like, oh, yeah. it's overplayed, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but mm. in the, like, usually like the it. second half of the album mm -hmm. down there, there's some songs that are like more, I feel like they're more representative of the actual song, the actual artist. Right. And they're like, like kind of the other side. It's the same in um, the Dua Lipa album. There's a song called Good in Bed, which is my favorite one, and it would never be a radio hit. Because right. it's whack, but it's, right. it's right. awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's so weird. I think I like it because it's like theoretically strange. Yeah. Different. Whoa, that's different. I've yeah. had this idea for a while and it's just been going around my head, but I want to put a playlist together of like mainly... non-popular mainstream yeah, artists. From, 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 uh, well, for me, it's mainly like 80s stuff, but like for stuff like um, Toto, right? Mm. You know, Africa. Africa. Is clearly... <laughs> that girl's about? name? Roseanne. 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 Hold the line. Those are the yeah. three that they yeah. have. But, like, to me, when I listen to Toto, you know, 
there's other songs that I'm like, man, this is like this is my favorite Toto song, yeah. you know. Mm. And it's I like want to panic in the disco and I, I want to put a playlist together. Oh, panic's not really like. He's well, got so really... many like. What's 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 like? Aha, uh-huh, you know, panic one. You know, aha, uh-huh, take on me. Not tragedies. Yeah, yeah. I, I write since not tragedies. Like the know. way I see it. Yeah, that's true. In terms of like with Toto, for example, and probably those guys as well, they have songs which are written and become hits. And those mm-hmm. become the songs for people that don't know the band that well. You go, mm-hmm. I say Africa, Toto, done. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the ones that are like further down the album and like are still good are for the fans, the people who actually mm-hmm. really like the album. Yeah. yeah. And they get people hooked in and like, yeah. so like, they're probably, there's probably like, yeah, 90% of the people who listen to Ariana Grande's album only listen to the first three or the ones that were famous. Right. And it's the 10% of people who actually like Ariana Grande, which went down and listened to the whole thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and went, wow, that was really cool. And like enjoyed it as a fan, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm spilling like complete BS. Maybe no, I, I agree with you. I think like, you're right. It's just my thoughts. Yeah, it's got a point. Mm. Do you have any commentary on the cult-like yeah. tendencies of music fans? <laughs> Especially like, I mean, like, yeah. Like, like, like so yeah, on <laughs> Oh, it annoys me, but then I realized, like, we were talking about Reddit before. Like, the Reddit for Twin On Pilots is really annoying. And it's like, it's... It's because it's all 12-year-olds. And, yeah, and then I realized that it's all 14-year-olds. Like, goth people, which I mean... Oh, it's not even that. It's just yeah. like, like, oh my gosh, I love the band so me. much. No, it's cool. It's really cool that people can come together over a band that they like, yeah. or music that they like. Do you think it's And it is such a unifying thing. I think oh, some people some people take it yeah. to a point it's that it's unhealthy. Like, Any obsession can be unhealthy if you yeah. too much of it, I guess. Okay. Um, but uh, I think Simp. I think being a fan over like being a fan of a of a band is one of the best things you can do as long mm. as they're promoting good things. Good things, yeah. But like, yeah, you you can get into such a good community with other people who like it and going to gigs with all the mm. people who like it, and it's a really cool way of like Meeting aligning yourself with other people, and, and it tends to align with. A white, like a kind of lifestyle as well? Yes. I mean, music has brought people together over the centuries, you know. Exactly. Um, it has really been, you know, quite commonplace, you know, where we, wherever, wherever we gathered, you know. Yeah, we have music and, um, and And massive events, you know. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, I, I quite, one of the things I like, I'm not sure if you have a genre for it, but I like songs about like historical events oh, yeah. and like um, the recording of history for music. That's cool. Have I told um, you of the band Sabaton? I don't think you have. At the moment, is it they metal? Are, it's like Viking metal, right? No, oh, yes, no, 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 not, not Viking. Um, that's Amon, Amon. Viking metal's intense. But, um, <laughs> no, they're Sabaton. I think they're Swiss, and um, they sing mainly about war and, like, war stories. And But it's cool. They have a cool-ass website, and you can go to the website, search pretty much any of their songs, and they'll have, like, the story behind it, like, the historical oh, story. Cool. So they've got songs about Gallipoli, um, they've got songs like about you know uh, World War Two. They've just got a bunch of songs that almost always have a story behind them. At the moment, they're my like second favorite band. Um, House and, of Heroes yeah. has an album. Do you know House of Heroes? No. House of Heroes, an album called The End Is Not The End, and it's almost conceptual. It's a couple of songs that don't kind of fit the theme, but it's all Cold War era kind of stuff. Oh, that'd be neat. Talking about like Ooh. Reds and stuff, and it's really it's one of my favorite. Do you, albums. Do you guys? It's fantastic. Do you guys and history I, as well? I personally love like story albums, like an album yes, that, that like tells that, a story. Yeah. Story. Yeah, I'm a big fan of one that. One of my yeah, okay, things. That's, that's I like. Awesome I see it as more of. I mean, like pop music. Yeah, they do like the New Jersey Leaf one, all that kind of stuff. It is there is still like hidden stuff, and it's a whole album, and an album all comes together to make a picture. Really, kind of. But then I really like the ones like 21 Pilots is good at it, Melanie Martinez, all that kind of stuff where the album itself, like 
Melanie Martini's latest album, what was it the called? K Twelve, as a movie. Yeah, you can watch the whole thing as a movie, and every few minutes there's like three minutes of dialogue, then a three minute song, which continues the whole thing. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I, I love that kind of music. I, I I'm not sure about it outside of like the kind of alt rock because I, I listen to a mm. lot of alternative rock yeah, growing true. up, and they do it a lot. They they really like their conceptual mm. albums. Um, there's a couple of uh, a lot of well, a lot of Muse stuff is kind of like that, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I really like that's conceptual like that as well. I mean, I haven't I haven't looked it up, so I don't know this for sure, but I would think, and I think I've actually said it on the cast before, but. Yeah. Uh, I would I would think that uh, Pink Floyd's The War would be one of the first ones oh, that did true, it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. It, it, in my opinion, it is a great album. Like, it's just very well written and mm. and very well executed. Pink Floyd's in this interesting spot where it's become it was it's it's so popular that it's now sort of like oh. Stop talking about it. You, you know? wear the thing and people are like, oh, who's Pink Floyd? I don't even know. Nah, no, I feel no, like it's, it's not the opposite. Anymore, though. What? I reckon too old. Kids don't know it. Really? I, 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 yeah. Most, kinda, most kids people, won't know the wall. Okay. People a few years younger we than will. us would kind of still be the last I f- to I f- know I f- it. I find, my, I find myself at least, you know, um, Pink Floyd is kind of like the marvel of, sort of me, like that type of music, right? Where it's... Uh, Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't uh, come across it that often. Um, I mean, I could, just, I, I could just be having a really strange uh, experience. Where it's just like I yeah, you might have just you might have just come across it more. Yeah, um, and that's possible. That happens. Pretty much with albums, I will pretty much automatically like an album more if the whole thing flows. You know what I mean? Like one song ends and it transitions into the next, or right, yeah, anything yeah, anything like that where there's not just an abrupt end and then the next song starts when it either just adds the, the tempo will so. slightly change and then it goes up again and two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love stuff yeah. that just flows. I just like putting it on, just listening to it, and the whole thing just flows as one fluid. It's like, sick. you know, really cool. the Monster Cat compilation albums they used yes. to do. Are, do they still do them? I th- do it's know? kind of changed, but yes, they do. But um, like what was the one now. I got for free? You got me two for free. Like altitude 90? number 20, I think. I had two. It was Altitude 20. 20. Monster Cat is a I remember that. electronic record label. They, they do compilations, really. They do compilation albums. They're a record label, and they'll do like every few months they'll release a compilation of all the hits from the people it, they've got signed. I think you would buy them and they would give you a link to send yeah, to someone for free. Yeah, a few times if you bought it, you got a free copy. Yeah, of but, uh, but anyway. on on idea, actually. It's yeah, on the albums, uh, so Luke would send me the albums. I'd get the albums. You'd have all the songs individually and then the last two tracks would be, half, like the first track would be half of the songs, but done in such a way they were edited so they flowed into each other and that was like one of my favorite things to listen to like there would each be like it'd be like an hour long each of of just the songs just flowing into each other so nicely Mm. and and yeah that's what djs do yeah i like i like (laughs) that i've got a couple like cds in my car where it's all like running tracks or mixtapes and it all kind of takes songs i know and it melds them all running tracks and tracks to run to have you guys like ministry of sound CD compilation with like walking, yeah. running, and sprinting BPM sort of crap, and it all kind of just flows into one. It's all like mixed, transitioned. I don't know. Have you guys had a sort of I, I don't know if there's a word for it, but like a dynamic um, audio virtual reality experience? They're very don't neat. tell Do you me you're talking about AD audio. <laughs> it's, it's 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 just sort of. Uh, it's not exactly a VR game, but like you're placed in an environment which you can interact. There's music, and the way you interact with the environment changes the music. And I've experience. seen other people huh. okay, like very, yeah. use those, no, but right. I haven't been in one myself. I've barely spent any time in VR. One of the head techs at uni was called um, Clovis. 
Clovis, what was his last name? I never called him by his last name. I actually know him as Clovis. Uh, his name Clears. was Clovis. But he, he was working Shout on, as part of his master's, he was working on exactly that. So he had a VR. He, he did a demonstration of it for us at one point. It was really cool. He had a VR I think setup. it's really brilliant. And like, it's really evocative. So you have the eyepiece eye on and like you're walking around and there's like balls of light that move around and the sound comes from them. So you can move around and the sound is also moving around. Yeah, we'll see it again. And it's like properly quite scary. It was quite a scary kind of very tense in, Very music. interesting, I imagine. Mm. So it's pretty cool. I, I think um, it was quite brilliant. And I think as you moved your hand up and down, it changed the pitch oh, yeah. of something or something. And it, like, you made the music with your body a little bit as well, which mm. is super cool. Can you shut the camera? Um, yeah, I think, I think, I don't know. It's interesting when talking about like future technology and music because like mm. we've been where doing do, the same thing for 60 years. I was going to say, where do you, where would you like to see the music industry go slash what do you predict you'll be seeing in the next, let's say like five to 10 years? Oh, do you think there'll be any like massive changes or? Enough. I would say for the industry to change yeah. drastically. No, bro, I think for 10 years from 10 now, Will will be like in our 30s. That's a long time. T- One thing that's interesting that changes is song length. Okay. Which is quite weird. So back in getting the shorter. S- well, I'll get to that. In the sixties, it started off being really short. Yeah. So you got songs like "I Wanna Hold Your Hand" comes in at like two minutes fifteen. Yeah. Um, Twist and shout is like two minutes thirty. Like really short songs, really bite sized because they fit mm. on a seven inch. Yeah, and true. Like really quick, you play it, you like it. It gets quickly into the the hooky part yeah, that you like. Yeah. And then we went slightly longer. So throughout like the 80s, you got like Blondie and stuff. Is she 90s? I don't know. Like longer pop, mark, which okay. was more like four minute, four and a half. People had a bit more patience for some reason. It typically is dictated. <laughs> I think true. I think it's dictated a little bit by the technology. So we could actually store more music. The way music. we consume it, yeah. Well, yeah, the way we consume it and how to store it and like like physical limitations of the technology. Do you think you it can got listen a to lot more. bigger kind of – because it's shortened out again now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to say, it's gone shorter again. Yeah, We're back reckon, to 245 do you think as a standard, which is really weird. Do you think that's kind of a consequence of like Vine and Twitter and TikTok? 100%. I reckon it's mm. – it's TikTok, and and it's also an attention span thing. I mean, well, yeah, it's, because that, it's that's proven that you've got well. ten seconds to hook someone, or seven seconds. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't love what they hear in the first seven seconds of your song, yeah. they're gonna skip you. And yeah. because you're, you're in the day of oversaturation, Spotify, blah blah blah, that's really important. Mm-hmm. So those first like initial contact minutes are super super important to actually get someone listening to your stuff. And I think that speaks to how short it is because you need to get to that memorable hook chorus mm-hmm. as fast mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. Do you or, need to do that or do you just need to like throw something interesting enough at them that they go, oh, and then... Yeah, interesting enough, but then it's like a fine line between interesting and ugh. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So with the age of TikTok, it's, it's going to be really weird and it's kind of... All the people who got on the early TikTok train, it's now done. Now we're getting onto the people are manufacturing songs for TikTok. For TikTok, yeah. yeah. So they've got on board. I think I brushed over this at some point. And it's going to be really interesting to see what that actually does because nowadays kids know a song. For example, I had a, I teach as well, like pretty much full time, and I had a kid said, "Oh, I want to learn the song from TikTok." I was like, "What's it called?" She's like, "Oh, wipe it down or something." Oh, you know that, that uh, rap one, yeah, no, yeah. or something like that. She gave me a bunch of them, and I wrote them all down. But yeah. she's like, I like this song. I was like, oh, okay, so I played it on Spotify, and she went, "No, it's not that one. No, no, I don't know that." Skipped forward a bit. Oh, it's that. Yeah, yeah. Just she the knows the second twelve part. second chorus. Yeah, that's all she knows. Yeah. it's an entire song that's got millions and millions and millions of plays. The kids only know twelve seconds of it. That's mm, the bit that yeah, sold it. Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares about the really cool mixing and the intro and the cool vocal effects and the twenty years of vocal training the singer did? 12 seconds. Does that make you cynical? 
I'm always cynical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, well, I just think it's really interesting, mostly. Mm. I saw... Um, a, it's fascinating how it, like, how the market dictates what we kind of yeah. write. Mm. I mean, I say we, I don't really write that kind of music. But, <laughs> but it has been, I mean, talking with a friend of mine, we're going to make some music. It's like, let's aim for the TikTok market. Why yeah. not? Let's make that catchy little hook chorus, which mm. has some, like, cool sound effects, which they can go to so they can in do TikTok. something too. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, like... Because once you've got your name, you've Give got it. Give it to Luke, he'll do a TikTok. And you, oh, I'll do it for you. Because <laughs> with music, I, I, I've noticed some sort of bands try, they have their name, their yeah. five minutes of fame, and then they kind of do what they want off that. If they make enough money, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. In the end, I'm not actually famous. It I haven't had any matter. success with this. I'm just talking from what I've studied and kind of looked at. Mm. Um, More famous than any of us. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. Um, what was the question? Um, I don't think you had do a question. I think yeah. I made a statement. Yeah. Oh, okay. You were going to say something like you watched something. I was talking about the TikTok thing. I saw a video on Facebook where this guy, like, he's pitching a song to a company and he, like, does 10 seconds of, like, really good song. And then he just sits at the mic and he starts, like, clicking his mouth and gets up some food. The guy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I just need the 12 seconds for TikTok. It doesn't matter what's in the rest of the song. That's all that they're going for. And I was like, that's yeah. really true. Yeah, that's so deep, man. That's so yeah. deep. Ah, oh, it's it hurts. An, uh, the other thing. Such insight. You've yeah. got all these kids who are like the main consumer of music, mm. kind of at the moment. But they're actually, alt boomers still listen to music as well, which I think is interesting. When we get to the point where the kids now are boomers, what's mm-hmm. like the covers scene going to look like? So I play a lot of music in covers bands. And like I play in a 60s covers band. So we're playing, actually, no, not really 60s, just British music. It's called the Thunderbirds if you want to book us. <laughs> Keen. Um, it, it's, like, it's like British music from the 60s till now sort of thing, but oh, mostly okay. yep, from yep. the 60s. You so you've got a lot of... Huh? Bee Gees? Not any Bee Gees. They don't really like the Bee Gees. British people seem to not. I like the Bee Gees. They're a bit cringe or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they are a bit cringe. We do a lot of... Say British music. We do a, like 15 Beatles songs and we do a bunch of Rolling Stones. Now they are. I well, think they're Australian. Bee Gees. Oh. Are they? Oh, the Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah, they're Very Australian. Nice. Australian. They're yeah. not. That's what Wait, they're I'm going to say British, something really controversial. That, <laughs> the Bee Gees are one of Sting. That's a new thing. It is them, right? I want to say that really under my breath just in case I'm wrong. <laughs> Sting's from the police. Sting? Is that what you yeah, said? Sting? No, I said no. the Bee Gees do Sting alive. Oh, sorry. Sting. Sting. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, know, so I actually yeah, do know I think that so. Sting's from the police. I don't really know. I don't know a lot of like music, Sting. which is really interesting, actually. We should talk about that. I was going to say, what music do you like to listen to? Anyway, let me finish my point about that oh yeah we play a lot of covers and like mm-hmm. because we play that kind of music our audience is blokes in their 60s and people mm-hmm. who grew up then mm-hmm. and like when we get 40 years down the line like are the covers bands gonna be playing gucci gang and like right, six nine yeah. covers that's yeah. true are we gonna be getting up there and going like it's gonna yeah. be someone on stage doing <laughs> no, no. skrillex or something yeah, what, like what's that it gonna too, be? yeah it's gonna be really interesting well, once, once everyone dies that knows who the beatles are but before we go into like, um, yeah. will it ever happen though? I've got one they more won't. thing. Before we go into well. music that we like, that we enjoy and whatever, mm. um, like something I find interesting is Dad at the moment he likes listening to like his Discover Weekly or whatever on on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. You know where I it gives you new artists. That that he cool he quite enjoys it, and like I personally think the Spotify algorithm is quite good. It it it, it learns you right. It, it, knows what you like. it, it starts to know what you like. Um, I've found a lot of bands that way. I found Sabaton that way. Um, and yeah, but you, you, he also finds that a lot of the music he likes is, you know, he likes the new stuff that sounds like the old stuff that he liked. 
Yeah, no, I, I suppose people it, have it, a yep, taste. True, true. Yeah, it, it's it's so the people you know the people in their sixties or whatever they're gonna like they may like new music, but new music that sounds like yeah. they're like, old. Stuff. Do you remember? Do you know Greta Van Fleet? Yeah, they sound exactly Led like Zeppelin Led Zeppelin. 2.0. Yeah, it's so interesting. Oh, okay. I thought they were, and they only that album came out in like twenty. It's a while ago, but they 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 they've kind of made a job of sounding like Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no new... denying it, but it's not. It's mm. it's got different stuff in it. It's got its own identity. Yeah, it does. Um, but it's very firmly rested on. Mm-hmm. To an untrained ear, it sounds the same. If you ask me. Uh, just before we get into music, we like because that's probably how we'll have a conversation about that. Then it'll be about almost time to wrap up. Um, what do you think uh, about uh, predatory like practices within the music industry? Like, is there just kind of oh, like, like predatory contracts and stuff? Yeah, and also like you know boy bands and sort of things that which you know oh, K-pop. On, yeah K-pop yeah K-pop <laughs> cap, things Stan, that Stan what, what, what do you mean by that? Sol- soulless revenue generators, right? Yeah, things that are just there to like. Give some, I, I mean, I suppose it's a, it's a market. If people want it, then they give them the money. Yeah, it's on uh, them. But like, I think I think there's a point where things, I you know, you're it's exploitative when you're going after like human needs to like be loved and mm. you know have these emo- like it's really. I I personally have a really, I won't go into it now, but I have uh, conflicting feelings over the commercialization of art because of how provocative and how intri- I think it's quite yeah. intrinsic to human hum- humans. Right, um, right. And so when it – and so I think it can be v- exploited quite terribly and I think it's uh, quite disgusting. Right, yeah. Um, what I was going to say, have you seen the movie Yesterday? The one with the no, – the Beatles guy. Yeah, the Beatles yeah. guy. That was similar in that aspect where he kind of – he goes initially from just a little play – festival thing to now suddenly like Ed Sheeran level thing and it kind of you kind of saw a little bit of that the kind of you're just a thing to generate us money at this point sort of thing yeah I think it's it's been a um it's been an issue forever I mean since the Beatles because the Beatles were ultimately they 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 were they did well to keep as much of their own kind of personality and intellectual rights as they could because the big companies will like take you your, for everything. Yeah. <laughs> your personality is expendable. It's a product, as I said before, like the Billie Eilish mm. thing. Her, her her thing is not her music. Her thing is entirely her look. Her, it's a brand. How she acts. Yeah. How, yeah. Um, Just like yeah, I think it's probably not great. I mean, obviously, um, predatorial contracts and like predatorial. Is that yeah. even a word? Predatory. So. Predatory now. contracts. Heard it at first. Alien and, like, and not. <laughs> And not looking after your... I'm here all night, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not looking yeah, after work. your artists and, like, exploiting them is never good in any industry. Mm. Um, and in the creative industry, it's probably... The, thing, the problem is it happens so often because you've got young kids or people who are desperate for a music career because it's so glamorous. Mm. And it's so, like, shone up. It's mm. shown to be so cool. Yeah. That they'll sign anything. You say, hey, we'll give you all these players on Spotify. We're Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll give you... All this stuff, and you go, yes, sign it. Please, give, and thank give you. me that, please. There's I want that glamorous lifestyle that mm, is on mm, the screen. Mm. And I, it probably is a lie. I don't know. I haven't been signed. Yeah. But this is what kind of what you, you hear is that mm, maybe. No, not really. Um, it's kind of what you, you hear about that sort of stuff happening. Mm. And it, it, it can't be good, I don't think. Um, but. In the end, a lot of a lot of the like, we're talking about the K-pop stuff. I don't know too much about it, but I I know like a lot of those people who get into it want that. 
They want yeah. they want the fame and the lifestyle, and they're happy to give up the kind of like it's kind almost of like, human rights. <laughs> it's kind of like the Hunger Games in a way yeah. of like the people from District One and District Two like train to go to these games, mm. sort of and thing. And then they volunteer. Yeah, and then they volunteer. Like, like these organizations. Yeah. I mean, don't don't t- take well, my all. All I'm saying is salt, hearsay, though. I don't actually know any of the Yeah, the they K-pop pretty much stuff, just build these Sorry. teams and then <laughs> just sell them. As a band, essentially. Yeah. Everything's done for them. And the thing of like in a boy band, that's kind of what makes it work is that you need a big marketing team behind you. Yeah, well, because I'm trying to remember, I I believe one of like the recent boy bands was like entirely marketing. Like it was just like a business executive got together and they just like interviewed people and they like assembled manufactured. It's pretty much what most of them are. I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure most K-pop new ones, especially nowadays, is manufactured to make money, to generate revenue. You're good looking. I can't you're really speak too much on the topic. So, uh, yeah. It's not so bad here, and like yeah, we're not. America. And I, I don't really, I don't have any personal experience with it. Yeah, so well, that's good. <laughs> I'm sure it has its goods and its bads, but in the end, I don't know too much about it. Mm. I can talk more about, I don't know what I do, like teaching and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I find, yeah, music at the moment, like where music is at. It's you get some great bands, right? And um, you get some people doing some really innovative stuff, for sure. And you get people doing the good old stuff that you know everyone used to love and still loves. And then you get people oh, like mumble rap is a big example, right? Yeah. People, some people enjoy mumble rap, and so people make mumble rap because. People, you know, yeah, people don't. do listen to it. Don't, people don't do enjoy it. market. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't blame the demand, uh, supply, you blame the demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't understand that. I'm like, how can you enjoy this? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. But it's so subjective. People are listening to it, you know. They're yeah. getting downloads. Yeah. Obviously, getting, it is working. They're getting listeners. Um, yeah. Ultimately, mm. you should be making. I mean, they always say at uni, like, if you're not enjoying the music you're making it's kind of a waste mm. yeah uh, i feel kind of the same i i would hate to if, even if you, you do say like oh, it's just a job just do it get paid sort of thing yeah it would so be soul-sucking to not actually enjoy what you're doing not you, you and it'll be less authentic i guess you mentioned that you're sort of like you know you're a top you you strive for like top performance and everything oh that's just do, at like uni okay i was just going to say but <laughs> do, you, do you find Obviously in real life do you find well, it frustrating yeah. being in an, indus- in, an industry where Chance and marketing are, are so much more valuable um, than skill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would take that know. as a yes. I don't. Uh, it's a weird one because, yeah, you can you can be really good, you can be really really good and not get anywhere. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's one thing that that's they, like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, we're, we're the fantastic best of speakers. the best, but yeah, but no one's us. Haven't like had that, that shot. Come on, sanitarium, nah, where's that sponsorship? I I kind <laughs> of. Don't believe in that because people say like, oh, like for example, look at Lord. Okay, well that's a bit long ago actually. It was a while ago. Oh, well, she's an example they know about. Look at Lord. Everyone kind of from the outside, it looks like, oh, this girl wrote a great song. Everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. Started listening to it. Boom, off she went. No, nah. she got that song got her famous at seventeen. Royals? They'd been yeah Royals. Royals They've been like working that. with her since twelve. They picked her up five years before. Really? Wow. And were man, almost manufacturing it. Like they were working with her, working with her, working with her, working on her stagecraft, songwriting, building her performance, and building. Brand. Pretty I mean, much. I don't even... know to what point they were building her as a brand, okay. but I know they were involved 
for a long time. She was right. like an artist training. Is and the, then when she hit, sorry, is, is it was they, all timed exactly right. Is oh, the, they the label, label? And the producer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I mean, but yeah. like, it's not that chance thing. It's not like, oh, the, we got really lucky. The, and the, the game's rigged to an extent. Well, I mean, not rigged, but, you know, you, there's there's things that only certain players can do to make it easy. <laughs> yeah, and then it's who you know. It's one of those things. It's like who you know, not what you can do. It's very much. Yeah. It's just, but that's one of the things I, where suppose I think the university was helpful in that they don't just say, Here, here's how to write a really good song and publish it to Spotify. Without, Off you go. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. teach you how to market yourself and and okay. how like the history behind it works and how to like actually make money on things and get somewhere and hopefully give you the tools to launch you on a career. But ultimately, that's not what all of us are trying to do. And I suppose these things, these qualities are no more inherent to music than they are any creative industry. Yeah. Um, When you are creating entertainment, art, um, finding an audience is ridiculously hard. Yeah. And it's a marketing game. Yeah. It does not matter how... Brilliant you are at saying what you're saying. If no one listens, then they won't like it. Um, <laughs> That's <yeah>. true. <laughs> and, yeah. And so I suppose there is, it, you can make, have the best movie, but if you market it poorly and no one comes to watch it, then yeah. It's not Something I'd like to ask, actually, I just thought of. Okay. Um, so uh, because I'm really into board games, I look up a lot of board game, you know, I watch a lot of board game media and stuff. And mm. Kickstarter is something that has majorly boosted like independent board game designers mm. right it's, it's got them onto the scene it's got people being able to find them and then sometimes they get picked up by a company sometimes they don't need to because their name's known now and i know people do sell music on kickstarter like they boost their um band or like they or, get money or, to make an album yeah get the get that yeah we got some friends who just recently put one up to, they wanted like 12 grand to make an album that's has, the interesting has, thing has that actually affected do you think the music industry much like getting really New small indie people scene. actually out there or that's the kind of thing where complete luck and the weirdness of the art come into it. And the internet. Mm. Not you get a Mr. That. Beast who comes along and goes, The whims of the 10, internet. Well, <laughs> no, but it's things like there's an artist in New Zealand called Phaser Days, and she's doing all right for herself. She had Europe tours. Mm. Pretty cool. Mm. Um, she made an entire album with one of those. Yep. That's it. Really? And her bedroom cost her the price of one of those. Mm. 200 bucks. And she made an entire album and, like, she was on the charts for, like, weeks, months, I think. Just from one microphone, a laptop in her room, and a guitar, I think. And, like, so you can Mm -hmm. do that. And to a certain extent, she did get lucky because, like, newspapers and stuff went, oh, this is cool. Let's let's write about this. Mm. But a lot of that would have been her writing up a press kit, talking about herself, writing Mm -hmm. up ads for it, sending it to them, going, hey, would you like to discuss this here's all the information for it maybe having a friend doing publicity for her it's not like there was no work that went in suddenly she got famous yeah which i I feel like is kind of what people think it is Mm. they go oh little yachty just posted something on soundcloud and it was like Mm. nah what do you think about soundcloud rappers and kind of the (laughs) the evolution because i see a lot of a lot of artists yeah i was about to say i was like you you see get some good there's a lot of people i can't i could name a few but they're mostly rappers but even quite a few artists that are somewhat popular now they started on soundcloud and then bam went through the roof yeah do you think soundcloud's got a good platform it's just just another way to get recognized they could have done it on Mm. spotify spotify uh, soundcloud had like a particularly big like EDM like grunge Resurgence. kind of like rap rap audience for some reason I don't know why they just gravitated toward it which was cool I don't know it's oh, just where maybe. the people are you go to where the people are 
Hope they like it. You, you, yeah. Can all start from one person? I mean, just theorize it. Like, this guy likes it. He shows his friend. He goes, oh, this is sick. Since it's a group mm-hmm. chat. Eight people now mm. have it. They listen to it in the car with their buddy. Their buddy goes, hey, what's that? Mm. Oh, it's the song by this guy. Oh, that's sick. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, I think so. Here you go. Yeah. Six more people. And suddenly it starts to, that's Spread how it works. Like a virus. In a and way. that, in, in that sense, like you can just get lucky. Skin. But you have to yeah. be good. Yeah, it has to be something yeah, like, memorable and worth well, sharing still. I suppose this comes down to subjectivity as well, because I mean, there's things that have spread, yeah, have spread like wildfire that I go, like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. I don't mm. enjoy it. It's not, I don't. Because you don't like mainstream pop. Or you can enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. You can enjoy it enough, right? Like, you, yeah, might, yeah. you might show me an album. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. I might listen to this every now and then. Mm. Whereas an example of um, you didn't necessarily purposely introduce it to me, but I found out about LSD from you. Oh, yeah. um, Labyrinth Sierra Diplo. Oh, right? about that. That's great. Um, That's really good. But you you posted about them. I found out about them, and I love them so much that I'm like, you know, I'll, I'm talking to other people. I'm like, oh, I think you'll really like this. You know, yeah. This is um, word of mouth. This is this ancient, is great. an ancient yeah. time. Um, Get it going around snail mass tokens. You reset the camera. And um, so I think yeah, it has to, for, for it to continue sharing. It does have to be good. It has to be well, subjectively good to the people mm. you're sharing to. Yeah, and they have to know people that will. But in the yeah. end, yeah, you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on promotional marketing and get nothing through. can happen. You get nothing. It's the gamble you take. Yeah, yeah creative, subjective arts. Do you, do you like market. that? Yeah. The kind of, well, not, I mean, I guess for one thing, do you, do you think want that's to be part famous of the attraction? One day? Would you like to be famous? If as I was a given the choice, I'd like to be, I'd like to be as famous as like, I don't know. Like, I'd like to be Bring Me the Horizon famous. I don't know who that is. So. Exactly. <laughs> but they're famous. Right. Right. Like, you'd like to have your own I'd like. I'd like to be niche famous. Okay. I'd like, I'd yeah. like okay. to have okay. 300,000 like listeners on fa- on Spotify. Yeah. And, and like, they continue listening to you. And they're and just, like, pretty hardcore. Cult. Yeah, like that. that would be cool. But also, it would be quite cool to be, like, international would, superstar. Yeah. I don't know. Would, it's like it would be also be quite cool to yeah. be, like, an artist. Well, no, because he... Like disappeared completely. I don't Did even know what's going on. Nate Roos. Nate Roos. Gone for years. Yeah. yeah. I want to be. Haven't released anything for ages. Oh. He's gone off the face. I want to be the. Um, I want to be like the guitarist in Smash Mouth. Oh right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Who's the guitarist in Smash Mouth? Not a clue. <laughs> but I bet he makes a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw a joke about that recently. It was like a drummer for something. Drummer for Metallica. Know the or... I know. I'm sh- you mentioned that. I'm sure <laughs> you brought that up in conversation recently. What were you saying? Sorry. What I was, oh no! Oh, I just on. remember. I saw like this stand-up bit about like yeah, the drummer and drummer and drummer and Coldplay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, who is he? You don't know, but he'd be he, rolling. He, he'd he'd be rolling and make some money. Yeah. That would be cool to be like faceless, but still be able to play music and be. And be well known in the music. Yeah, because oh, that's right. I was reading. There was like he, he was like the drama for Game of Thrones, um, mm. the Red Wedding, which was like a big, oh, yeah. big, big thing in that yeah. that show. Paid a lot for that. And um, like no one noticed him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes and, like, you can get like real famous from that. That's kind of how Five Seconds of Summer started, wasn't it? Oh. Weren't they the they were the band for One Direction? Oh yeah, they they supported One Direction. Yeah, they, they supported their Australian One Direction. Slash tour. Played the music because the One Direction boys just danced around on the stage. They don't really. Play oh no, I don't think they did that. Oh no, did they? I think they just supported them on the tour. They did were they? Oh, maybe I'm getting my people confused, but I know there's <laughs> yeah. something to do with. That'll it. be fun and, too, though. I don't know. There's heaps of things that'll be fun. Mm. Be what so I was going to say, why I asked I'd, I'd if probably you'd settle for anything. Hmm? I'd probably settle for anything. Any any type of fame. It'd be nice to make make money from music. You're not too fussed then because I was going to ask before when I asked if you wanted to be famous was do you like the whole kind of risk aspect of all this money and stuff that could potentially go into an album that'll either do well or 
Nah, because I won't spend money on anything I don't believe in. Okay. So, for example, I'll just plug my album that just came out. Mm. Sure. Go for I had it. an EP release called Almost Natural. Came out. Um, very good. How close weeks, to the mark were you? A few months ago. Huh? How close to being natural? Oh, pretty close. Very close. Um, but like, I put a little bit of money into that to get it out mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. get it sounding nice. Yep. But regardless of if it's sold, I was really proud of it. Mm. And I'm really happy with the product. And I really okay. like it. I think it's great. And the it's fact very that good. other people Strong think recommendation. it's good is mm-hmm. awesome. But for that one, like that's kind of by the by. It's cool if people like it. And I put it out for people to like it. But like I really enjoyed doing it. And I got mm-hmm. a huge a huge amount of personal satisfaction out of it. Mm. Yeah. What? And like yeah. th- that's enough for me. So like I personally wouldn't put money into anything I don't really believe in. And okay. then if if it doesn't do anything, then I believed in it. Uh, yeah, like everything I'm doing at the moment. So I've got this, uh, you know, the podcast. I've started a blog, mm. um, and I'm thinking about starting YouTube videos once I can figure stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's all stuff. The blog I don't have to put any money into. This I paid a little bit of money for the cover picture that Trin drew. But, oh yeah. But um, other than that, Thank you know, you for my mug. it's oh yes, <laughs> you are. <welcome. laughs> um, we haven't no, read, but we'll go buy stuff. <laughs> um, Some. Can I just... Oh, sorry. You finished your... Uh, all I was going to say is, is especially for the podcast, you know, that's the only thing I paid a little bit of money into. And I was happy to do that because, you know, I'm enjoying making it, mm. you know. And like you it's said, people have, people have had, you know, positive things. They say they really enjoy the podcast. You know, they find it funny. You know, people are really enjoying it and it's, it's nice. Yeah, you know? it's like... Mm-hmm. And yeah. sure, I'd like to get more... a small more, amount of people, but like... I'd, yeah, I'd I like wouldn't to get say more no listeners, to more listeners. No, but no, definitely I'm wouldn't. enjoying making it. Yeah. And, and saying and that... That's though, what ultimately, like that will make it better. And saying think, that, though, we... We're not actively pursuing listeners. Like we don't. Like, no, we're, we're not, not going. We're, we're not, not going onto places. We're not looking and, at what's and trending and going right. Let's talk about this because this is a good yeah, topic. We're yeah. just talking what we want to talk about and enjoying it. Really, our only way people outlet. get to us is through currently, you know, YouTube recommended and word of mouth. Mm. Um, and that that's fine for now because I mean that's what we want to do, and that might change from a point. We might get a, like aggressive thing, aggressive marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, but, that's the thing. There's like. I keep saying that's the thing, I think. How many times have I said that? That's the oh, thing. Hell. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, um, nah, there's... I, I, You can, like, give everything you have and, like, spend a whole lot of money. You go bankrupt working on, like, becoming your artist. Yeah. And people say that, like, you've got to give everything or you'll never make it. You've got to, like, commit 100% to your music and, like, try and make it and be famous. And it still might not work. And uh, it's just a bit too much risk for me. I don't, I don't have the capacity to do that. Yeah. Some people do, and that's awesome. But so I, at the moment, I teach. What, what do you like think? Thirty hours a week, and then I play gigs in covers bands and originals bands. But like, I'm not willing to put it all on the line mm. for just one a shot thing. Some cloud. Well, not even a shot at some cloud. Yeah. I added career in no, full time, like original that, yeah. music. It'll be cool, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna push for it on the side. But like, yeah. I know a lot of people have that mi- mindset where it's like. It's, not it's all alone. or nothing. You've got to go all yeah. in yeah. or, or not at all or you won't make it. And I don't think that's true. No. Yeah. Like, You've kind of answered my next question, which is like, well, what do you think of the whole sort of like, you know, oh, be an account, go do an accounting degree and play music on the side if you want to be a musician type. That's cool. It's, do it. Yeah. Yeah, like um, I was going to say, a lot of the YouTubers I know that do it full time, they didn't start. They didn't leave school They didn't leave school and go right I am now going to be a YouTuber They started doing YouTubing on the side yeah. They got yeah. better at it They realised oh I could I could probably put a bit more I time into this They did this. They yeah. took a risk They put more time into it 
and then it took off. And yeah. like, yeah, and I'm taking risks by spending money on it and putting time into it anyway. Mm. Yeah. But uh, they didn't, they didn't, yeah, as I said, they didn't leave school and go, right, now I'm going to be a famous YouTuber. Mm. And then mm. they were. It's like, they're, even, so, sorry, they're, sorry, there's someone I know at the moment, um, not know, sorry, it's someone I watch called Blackjack Legacy. And um, he only recently um, started doing YouTube full time. And it's, but he, he was doing a full time job and just doing YouTube, you know, on the side. Mm. And he was realized, I'm getting enough viewers, you know, people are supporting me on Patreon, yeah. you know, I'm getting, I'm actually, I could do this full time. If I put mm. more time into it, you know, I can make money. There's this it. point where you got to make that call. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like he suddenly went, okay, I'm going to start making YouTube videos full time. I'm going to quit my job and then yeah. start making, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, I think I, it's I, a good psyche thing to think like, right, all of my power is invested in making this work and therefore you're going to put more on the line and you're probably going to work harder mm -hmm, at it. Mm -hmm. yeah. and in that sense, I think it's a good idea. It's a good drive. But you should have that drive anyway. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need to put you yourself in danger of bankruptcy without... It. It. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I think I heard, I, I forget if it was a director or something. Oh, you know, stop it. And it was, you know, saying, you know, if you want to make movies um, and, you know, you probably won't wind up a director yeah. but if if you if you've got a story you need to tell and you cannot sleep until you tell it then you probably will you know it's mm. it's yeah. about that underlying passion i also i also think that Unless it's a bad story yeah <laughs> yeah um, that could be the case i am but you'll tell it and that's the important thing because you yeah. mean you, know, you put the, your story out so there. much like art is just like never published or like started and never finished you know? yeah um kept in a drawer mm. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, goodness, I hate that. Yeah, I know. On the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Um, what um? Oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Can I plug my bands? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock at night here, and yeah. we're all tired. We've for just done an episode yeah. before this. We've all been up. Yeah. We're just, so. Welcome to the chill podcast. Yes, guys. No, I, I'm not going to plug your bands. Um, I'll definitely put them in. Um, put them in the Discord. Link. I mean, I'll, I'll link them in the first episode anyway, but you can plug them. No, I'll link them in this one. I was going to link them in both. Oh, do it in both then. Double <laughs> plugs. Oh. So, I have a solo project, which means it's just me in it, um, and that's called Jonathan B Meyer or Jonathan Meyer. And that's the same as my Instagram is at Jonathan B. Meyer. And I just released an album you can go and listen to, Almost Natural, seven tracks. Don't listen to anything else by that artist because that's nah, not nah, him. No, no, it's just me now. Oh, <laughs> hey, that you are separate now? Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and my band is called Underscore. It's a three-piece. We make alternate rock, alternative rock. Um, sorry, I keep playing with your microphone, don't I? I do this a lot. Listen um, to Irony from on Duck Yeah, Hague, Yeah, that's on the Can they one. still find that? Yes, if you dig. Um I yeah, like but our underscore well, is Mondays, at underscore NZ on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, we got music coming out soon, so go hit us up. Ooh. We'll be doing some cool stuff. Do you have any live gigs planned? Yes, but not like on paper. Okay. Um, and well, I the mean, problem you is with that band, this episode is four weeks away from when we're recording. Yeah, now. yeah, you got a point. Yeah, at, at the current time, our bassist is stuck in Thailand due to COVID. So oh. we can't do anything until he gets back, really. We can do some things, but we can't actually yeah. do any gigs or releases. That's so a bit of a... Yeah. We're a bit stuck for now. But as soon as he comes back on, uh, we'll be underway again, hopefully, and with a bit more energy behind us. Mm -hmm. um, Excellent. So that's underscore. I'm in a, two other bands, one called George After James, which is awesome. Just had a release. They are great. I They're really cool. a few of their stuff. And another band called Odds and Ends. All of those can be found by Facebooking them. They've all got a decent amount of likes. You should, they should pop up. Um, I'm in some covers bands as well, but they can, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many, just, just quickly, how many bands do you, do you play for currently? Like, like regularly? At least six, probably Whoa. more. 
but the thing is, like, with music school, there's a couple of people that, like, I play for when they need me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, I got a friend called Julia, and when she's playing a gig, she'll typically say, hey, Jonathan, are you free? And if I say no, she'll get someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like they won't play without so you're me. you're a casual then, essentially. Uh, in the yeah, I'm a yeah, casual. Whereas, like, casual, odds, odds, and, casual ends, odds like, and ends, I am the bassist, but they, yeah. they do have someone in backup right, if yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, make yeah, an important gig. What about George after James as well? You're. Uh, they haven't got a backup. But, but, but you are you are proper like you're the yeah oh no the, I'm in the, yeah, yeah cool. I'm in that band cool. thank goodness love James hi James <laughs> if you're listening James hi um, yes, shout out, out James plug this to all your music friends yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe so that's where we'll get like extra fifty I don't know I want to judge me for all the weird things I've been saying about the music industry because I don't know that much I'm just kind of I'm just kind of opinion brother yeah it's just my opinion bro. That's just That's like my opinion. your opinion. It's just your thoughts. But no, I, I think Jonathan's topics. a really great musician. I've, oh, I've enjoyed everything. Sorry, okay. no, I'm bumping the table. I've enjoyed everything that he's done or been a part of that I have listened to. Mm. Um, Which is your least favorite? I think George After James is just the, the one that's the least my style. Not least favorite. Really? But, oh, but everything else okay. is more my Jeez. style of music. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't uh, mind George But I do James. really like George After James, though. I live at the... On the, the stream um, replay. Uh, yeah. Or was yeah. that the one at Festival One? Yeah, yeah. we did main stage. That's sick. You know, all the links will be in the description on YouTube, yeah. description on mm-hmm. Spotify, and I'll join our Discord because we'll be there as well. Come hang out. Yeah, if you've got a Luke's question to ask, I want the, I'm trying to pump the Discord. <laughs> yeah, I want the Discord. To be join the Discord. People. Description. Find yeah. it. Join. Uh, did, did we want to? Did we want to just go into quickly like what we enjoy, or where you guys? Um, are you guys talk about music up. for a bit. <laughs> you want to ask I mean, me what I enjoy? Yeah, depends. Depend. Do you want to talk about that? I, I mean, I, I, I'm like Jonathan, right? I, I'm, I like, you know, I don't have a favorite genre, right? You know, I I'm, I'm like genre one. fluid. Yeah. My, oh. my music listening, pretty much. I'm just gonna pretend I didn't Cut hear that. Job, <laughs> Cut that out. My music listening, pretty much. I'll oh, hear a song, I like it. it. I'll hear another song, I like it. I'll hear another song, I like it. I'll hear four, four yeah. songs, top of my like songs and playlists. Repeat. Repeat, yeah. repeat, yeah, repeat. Then I'll find more songs and it goes down and it just keeps moving up. It'll be right. something from a new Skrillex song to a Switchfoot song to the new Dua yeah. Lipa song to something else. That's Four the way it's completely going. random songs. Would you say you have a favorite band? A favorite band? I I don't honestly think I could pinpoint. That's the thing. The thing of liking particular. a favorite band comes back from the days where you had to buy a vinyl or a CD. Yeah, true. Or you had, to the it radio. was kind of brand. Now loyalty. I can make a playlist with every genre yeah. in it and yeah. listen yeah. through it. Whereas you couldn't before. You had to listen to if you listen to a Green Day album, you were listening to Green Day for eleven songs. I, and that was yeah. it. I can't. By the way, I I I do not enjoy listening to random mixes. Yeah, I have throw. to listen. Like I have true. I have That's five, crazy. six, seven playlists of like each band. playlist is a different genre. Okay. Tell you what's yeah. weird though, I don't actually listen to music. I you don't. hardly ever listen to music like in my free time, mm-hmm. but I think it comes from the fact that like music is my full time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. during the week, my time is spent teaching and playing like rehearsals for like covers gigs. So most of my listening tends to be covers stuff that I'm going to play later, and most of it. So yeah, I, I I've actually struggled with making myself listen to it because it's really important to because mm. I'm creating it as well. I need, to, need to be kind of up to date popular with trends and yeah. I'm always really behind so. I actually have to like make myself occasionally. I'll go and listen to the top forty just to go. Oh, that's what's there. Fascinating. <laughs> that's what we're looking. I at. I suppose now. if I was going to like Bruno Mars again, <laughs> label my favorite music. It's really hard. I like. I guess the way I would describe it is I like music. Anime is not a genre. <laughs> 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 um, Nightcore. No. Did you say Nightcore? <laughs> 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 you guys are mean. Well, uh, still, I never ASMR quite. I never quite got off of Nightcore. 
It's kind of just like <laughs> I don't know, fireplace that. music almost, like uh, uh, something you listen to with like a cigarette stuff? and you know, over a balcony of like a city, you know, that sort of stuff. Like on a, on an old lo-fi. Broken, yeah, I, guess oh, I love lo-fi. I love lo-fi. lo-fi. I do cool. really lo-fi. enjoy Joji. Go listen to my lo-fi mixtape. Have you seen that? Lo-fi Mondays. On my Follow Jonathan on SoundCloud. I've got lo-fi Mondays. Oh wait, no, like I ha- seven yeah, tracks. Yeah. It's really fun. Willie Pete's like your biggest fan. Does he like them? Yeah. Oh. They're good fun. They're good fun. Cool. Yeah. I like them too. Actually, if they got a few. So yeah, if you need any audio work done or you want to learn some guitar, hit me up on Instagram. Only if you live in New Zealand. Link yeah. in the description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we wrapping up? Um, yeah, I, I think, think so. so. I think we've all yeah, yeah. been going about it what an hour, um, a bit longer. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy week. music, and um, Me too. I knew if we were going to talk about music, I wanted to get Jonathan on just because you do a lot. You do yeah. know a lot. Yeah. Despite interesting you talking about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, sure, you sure sounded like you knew what you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> I thought that's important, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you just, just gotta sound like we you like know sound like an authority. Yeah, we like figure. to lure the audience into thinking that we know what we're talking about all the time. You, uh, you put your I hand behind the microphone, not in front of oh, it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, music's cool. Go listen to some. Yeah, but um. Sorry, what was that, Siri? Oh, we just woke up Siri. (laughs) Siri's waking up. Go to bed. Um, Thank you for joining us, Jonathan. That's right. My Um, pleasure. It was good to have you. Have you back, Siri? Even though you had us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to talk about music. I do highly recommend you go listen to something he's doing. Um, And if you don't like one of the things he's doing, go try one of the others. There's six, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You got options. Um, Use them. Is there anything else you want to say, Jonathan, before we Mm. go off? No, not really. Nah, okay. It's all good. Epic. Uh, so that's it from us. Thanks for being a fantastic guest. Mm. You're welcome. Thanks for loaning us your studio and all your tech. Yeah, it's all good. We'll come back to it some other time. Yeah, awesome. surely. Last cool. thing to do is say goodbye. That's what it is. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya. Bye.